Hello everyone, and welcome back to Smoke What You Like, a cigar podcast with your host, Jacquem. And today's topic is going to be, I'm going to call it cigar speak. You know, we're going to go over some of the slang and acronyms and the terms that we use in the cigar world so that uh, those of you that are new to the game, when you hear these terms, you kind of know what the hell we're talking about. So uh, sit back, relax, grab your favorite stick, maybe a cup of coffee or whatever beverage you prefer, and uh, join me as I uh, break down some of these terms for you. And at the end of this uh, episode, I'm going to leave you guys with some of uh, my sources so that you guys can go ahead and do some digging and some research also for yourselves. Alright, so today, once again, is Cigar Speak. And uh, we're going to start off with the first one here on my list. I have my notes here in front of me. And I myself have a cup of coffee and a, uh, my uh, midday stick. So let's go ahead and go into it. All right, so stogie. So you've heard this over the years and maybe some black and white films back in the days. Those of us that are old enough to remember those. Uh, and you may have heard it, you know, in some of your films or what have you. I know some people have used stogie to refer to, in some places, meaning a cigarette, but that is not the case. Stogie is among the most commonly used nicknames for a cigar. It has, been, it has a strong origin story. The word stogie comes from Pennsylvania. Shout out to my people in PA. To be specific, it comes from uh, Conestoga, Pennsylvania. I hope I said that right. In Lancaster County, home of the Amish, and also of the Conestoga wagon that transported families west in the 1800s. As it happens, the leaders of the wagon trains would often smoke long, homegrown cigars using fairly rustic leaves that gave off a very strong smell. Cigars became known as stogies, so there's something right there that I am actually learning as I'm sharing with you all, because I did not know that. I didn't know all of that myself. I knew it meant a cigar, but I didn't even know the origin of that. So I'm learning as I go along with you all. And once again, this this podcast episode is geared towards beginners, but anyone is welcome to uh, listen to this because, again, I've been smoking for quite some time and enjoying cigars for quite some time, and I did not know that. So the next term I have to share with you all is puro. Puro. Maybe it's less a nickname since Puro or Pure refers to a cigar made of tobaccos from a single country. So Cuban cigars are Puros, made entirely of tobacco from Cuba. Think of this as a single origin coffee or liquor. Still the term has become widely, if incorrectly used, particularly in Spanish to refer to all cigars. So that's also an interesting tidbit factoid Puro means a cigar that everything about it, it's binder, it's wrapper, all that jazz is from the same country. Uh, it's called a Puro. I'm sorry, my bad. No, let me go back. Let me correct myself. Cuban cigars are Puros made entirely of tobacco from Cuba. Alright, so there you have it. Let's go ahead and go into the next one. Cheroot. Now, I've seen this before. And I thought Cheroot was referring to something native for Native American or, or indigenous peoples. But let's read let's read along and see what this says. Cheroot has one of the more interesting etymologies among names for cigars. The educated guess 
is that it has multiple sources. First, the Portuguese word for cigar is charuto. The Tamil people of Sri Lanka and India have a word for roll, which is kurutu, coming from kurul, meaning to roll. The French charote might have been a more direct and modern springboard to chirut in English. In any case, a chirut, also defined as a cigar shape, was cut square on both ends. Additionally, it's thought to have been an untapered cigar originally from southern India or Manila in the Philippines. So once again, uh, kind of off with that because I often thought Chirut referred to something that was Native American or indigenous of America. So again, I'm learning right along with you guys, right? So here's something interesting. The next term, Belvedere. Now, when you hear Belvedere, I'm thinking about liquor, right? So, once again, another tidbit tidbit here about my. This was a new one. Uh, apparently, a Belvedere is a cigar that is shorter and with thinner ends than a Corona. H. Upman in Cuba had a machine made Belvedere as a perfecto that was 5 by 39 ring gauge, 5 inch by 39 ring gauge. This was similar to the shape that President John F. Kennedy liked. The H. Upman Petit Coronas also machine made and that he instructed his then press secretary, Pierre Salinger, to go out and buy up all of them on the eve that Kennedy signed the embargo against Cuba. Check that out. Very interesting. So I guess he said, you know what? None of you all, none of you all can have cigars, Cuban cigars anymore, but I'm going to have mine. Very interesting. And I have something else also. I've always assumed that they only made handmade cigars that people enjoyed in Cuba. I didn't know that Cubans also produced machine-made cigars that people smoked. So all this time, I've had my nose pointed down at machine-made cigars. And apparently, this was a thing back in the days, even in Cuba. So go figure. But of course, I'm not trying to get into an argument with anybody because I know a lot of most cigar purists, including myself, would prefer uh, hand rolls. And so there's that. Stick is a term I use all the time, kind of obvious, but this term refers to a single cigar. So, you know, if you got a great stick or you smoke, oh, that, that was a good stick. You know, of course, it's a single cigar. Um, now we're going to go ahead and get into some other slime terms here. Some of these I know, and some of these, again, I'll be learning along with you all. Herf. A herf is a gathering of cigar lovers who meet to smoke together. Herfs are often like backyard barbecues with food, beer, and whiskey. Anywhere from a few people to hundreds or more can show up at a herf. So basically, a herf is a cigar barbecue, right? So, you know, you're herfing. That means you're getting it in with food and, you know, beer, whiskey, and cigar. Dog rock is something I definitely use in the past. In short, it applies to cigars and not your nose blowing technique. A dog rock is a bad cigar. Taste as we know is subjective. We've all smoked a dog rock or two now. Absolutely, I've had some horrible cigars. And I've referred, I'm sorry, going, referring to a, a video I did on my YouTube channel. Um, Dot Kim Cigar Journal on YouTube. You guys, check that out. 
I've actually mentioned that, you know, when it comes to cigars and cost, you can have an excellent cigar that's, you know, $10 or under and have an enjoyable time with it and then have a $25, $30 or even more than that cigar and it'd be a dog rocket. So there you have it. But again, as they say here, and I've said this also, taste is subjective, but you can have a shit cigar, excuse me, you can have a a crap cigar. I don't know if I can say that here, <laughs> but you can have a crap, a crap cigar, right? So, and here we go. Uh, a Nick bomb. I've never used this one. It's a super strong cigar that can knock you for a loop, making you dizzy. If you happen to cross one of these, eat something sweet. Sugar can help relieve the effects of the excessive nicotine. Huh, interesting. Nick bomb. All right. Well, uh, so here's something good, guys. I know some people, especially beginners, feel uh, a little dizzy when they smoke a cigar so uh, eat some candies a nice uh, sweet chocolate or something like that and that'll help to relieve the effects that's something interesting I did not know that so there's something else that I'm learning right along with you guys a yard guard a yard guard is one you might smoke while mowing the lawn or while you're playing golf it's not terribly expensive but it satisfies your desire for a cigar that is going to be smoked in perhaps less than ideal conditions. So, I guess an example of a yard guard, and I'm going to refer back to Zakim Cigar Journal again, is when I reviewed the factory smokes by Drew Estates. And I mentioned there that it's a perfect everyday stick, and it's a stick that you can use when you're working around the house, uh, when you're playing golf. Uh, you know, yard work outside, uh, and you know, it's it's a good stick for its price. And as one of my friends said, you don't you're not gonna get mad if you have to put it out and leave it, right? So that's very good to know. Uh, very good indeed. Um, flavor bomb. This simply means a cigar that is loaded with big tobacco flavors. I love flavor bombs. I'm big on cigars that are rich and big in flavor. Absolutely. So Flavor Bomb is definitely one that I've used before. Nubbing, another one that I use personally. This is cigar smoke. This is smoking your cigar down to the very end before your lips catch on fire. Well, for some people. And then it, sometimes your two fingers get, get hot, right? Uh, you'll likely use a Cuban roach clip or a toothpick to hold the nub as your cigar disappears. There's a lot of products coming out right now. Uh, that help with nothing. You got these, uh, I think they call cigar daggers or something like that that people are using. And they're, they're pretty, uh, they, they, the artwork on some of these is getting very intricate and uh, very interesting. So you'll see them out there. If you go ahead and Google cigar dagger or cigar stick, you'll see these tools that they use to help you in nubbing so that you don't burn your fingers. Coolador is something that I have in my home right now. Coolador is a humidor you converted from a beer cooler into a humidor. You may also find it spelled as Coolador, uh, C-O-O-L-I-D-O-R or C-O-O-L-E-R-D-O-R, all right? Um, by adding a humidification source to additional cooler, you can store more cigar inventory and overflow from your humidor. I absolutely have that. Many bargain hunters rely on Coolador to store the full box that they buy on sale. Absolutely. Um, you want to store a whole box, a Coolador, uh, even a Frigidor. A Frigidor is um, taking, you know, a, a small refrigerator that you may have, or maybe a fridge in your, in your garage that you really don't use for anything. You can transform that into a Frigidor. 
and it's basically a humidor, especially a fridge that you've transformed into a humidor. So, same concept. Uh, ISOM, I-S-O-M, I've never used this one, but it's commonly used in forums, and I guess this means island south of Miami, and this was referring to Cuba. I just say Cuba, for goodness sakes. Just say freaking Cuba. That's me. I'm not going to get into a whole lot of, you know, whatever's with that. So, I'm, I say Cuba. All right, island south of Miami, I don't know, but whatever. Um, so, Botol and Sotol, all right? B-O-T-L and S-O-T-L. This is simply referring to brothers of the leaf if you're male and sisters of the leaf if you are female, all right? Um, and huge communities in both. In fact, I'm seeing a whole lot more Sotols, if you will, sisters of the leaf, than I ever thought I would ever see. And shouts out to you ladies that are uh, out there and you're doing your cigar thing. It is wonderful to see. Um, in fact, I think there's nothing sexier than a woman that smokes a cigar. That's just me. I truly enjoy to watch that. Um, so that's just some of the, the terms that I, I want to share. And uh, you can check out uh, Holtz.com, uh, Clubhouse Cigar Culture. And, and look some more into that uh, and those things because those uh, terms that I used uh, and I uh, did some research on there and found those so hopes.com for that um, and I'm going to go into some other ones here that I guess honorable mention that uh, I didn't uh, mention earlier uh, IS, ISO in search of so I guess if you're, if you're looking for a certain cigar, it could be a, a rare stick. You know, if you're looking for Opus X or whatever, or, uh, you know, something like that, or you're in search of Cuban cigars, you can use ISO. Not necessarily, I, I don't think it's necessarily a cigar term, but they, they've adopted in cigar speak, cigar world. All right. HTF, uh, hard to find cigar. Again, going back to the rarity of uh, of a stick. In fact, I, I guess uh, an HTF stick would be uh, the Andalusian bull, right? By LSB. That is definitely an HTF stick to find. Damn good stick, by the way. You have to get your hands on it. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, unicorn. Now, unicorn is a god that's very, very rare. So, you know, again, you might consider an illusion bull. I know I keep, I keep throwing them in there because I like them a lot. Excellent stick. When you can find it, like I said. But uh, Unicorn is simply a cigar that's very uh, very rare. Uh, not to be confused with limited edition cigars. Unicorn is something that you probably smoke once in your lifetime if you like. Alright, so then again, now that I've read the entire definition, maybe an illusion bull is not a unicorn, but it is definitely a HTF. It's hard to find. So, CCs and, not, and NCs. CC versus NC. CC simply means Cuban cigar. NC means non-Cuban cigar. And you know what? There are gems in either realm. And then there are dog rockets in either realm. Alright, so now that you know what those uh, dog rocket means, or turd, you know what I'm talking about. Alright, and B and M uh, simply means... Uh, brick and mortar shop right? uh, versus online so I know a lot of us including myself get cigars online and then a lot of us like to walk into a B&M a brick and mortar and I think I 
enjoy both. Of course, there's nothing like a DNM uh, fellowship with other totals and souls. See how I threw those little acronyms in there? So if you're taking notes, you know what I'm talking about. Right? And then, of course, one of my favorites, Pasita. P-S-S. I can put some smoke in there. Alright, and that's what we like to do here in the cigar world. We like to put some smoke in there. So Pasita, everybody. And uh, that's all I have right now for you guys in this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you, you get your cigar speak together. And the next time you, you go into your B&M, you can drop some of these terms in front of your cigar buddies, and they're like, oh, wow, look at him. He's, you know, cigar speak. No, they won't say that, but you'll sound like you know what you're talking about, even though you might not, and it's all good. <laughs> so anyway, this has been Smoke What You Like, a cigar podcast with your boy, John Kim. And don't forget, guys, uh, check out my YouTube channel, John Kim Cigar Journal. You can catch me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Put some smoke in the air. Smoke what you like.